Well, thank you for joining me. And it's a great single. We love it. We're playing it on our playlist all the time. Great. It's a, it should come with a warning, though, shouldn't it? It's a bit catchy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit catchy. Well, it's a Guy Chambers, isn't it? And he's quite good at that. Yeah, isn't he amazing? So, yeah, for people that don't know, Guy Chambers is a is the wonder writer behind Robbie Williams's big hits like Angels. And um, he, he pretty much was behind the soundtrack for this film, which is called A Christmas Number One. And the song is A Christmas Wish, which comes from that soundtrack. And I co-wrote it with Guy. So what brought that, that... you back to pop music then? Come on, kiddo. You, you've got a pop record now. And it's a good pop record too. It's not just any pop yeah. record. It's a Keras pop record. I, I think it's the most pop that I've, I've, I've never got this close to pop before, I don't think. It's just Guy, Guy Chambers, who co-wrote the song. Um, he, he called me up and said, uh, get involved. So I said, OK, I will. <laughs> it was sim that simple, you know. And what about Ewan, who is, um, you know, your your co-star on the record? He's a star in this film, isn't he? The Sky film that's on. Well, the, the song, A Christmas Wish, which we were talking about with Guy, that is part of a soundtrack of a film called A Christmas Number One. Now, The Christmas Number One is a different song, but it's on the same soundtrack. And that Christmas Number One song is the song that Ewan co-wrote with Guy Chambers. But Guy has been basically the uber writer between behind all of the songs in the soundtracks, which includes songs for a boy band. Because the premise of the film is that there is a race to number one when a song gets released into the ether and an evil music industry mogul played by Alfie Bow forces <laughs> Iwan Rayon's love interest, Frida Pinto, to release it, despite the fact that Iwan Rayon's character, who's a thrash metal fan, didn't want it to become a boy band song and that is the sort of this the heart of the plot right there it seems like a sort of feel-good film doesn't it and in the end at the end of it, it seems to be the the thrash metal version of the song is competing with the pop version of the song from the boy that's, band that's it yeah and the boy band kind of parody e17's stay with their outfits <laughs> and stuff and it's all choreographed like you'd expect with a spoof boy band just i think some of my favorite bits of the boy band bits but Alfie Bow is brilliant as, as an evil mogul. He steals the show. Oh, wow. Okay. I was wondering what his role would be, because you imagine he'd be singing. The evil music industry boss trying to, you know, plunder the earth for the next number one Christmas single. And he makes Frida Pinto his underling's life of pure misery. Oh, yeah. dear. <laughs> Are you... <laughs> it's a feel-good film for Christmas. It's on Sky Cinema, I think, isn't it? It is, And yeah. uh, other outlets as well. Is your uh, track on the soundtrack of the film as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the See, opening credits. It's the theme, basically. I mean, there are lots of Christmas songs, aren't there? And there's the Lad Baby one that makes money for Trussell Trust. So we all forgive them for doing that. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then Elton and, you know, and Ed Sheeran. But you're up there with Elton and Ed Sheeran, I think. I think it's a classy song. And we've been Thank playing you. it for weeks, Theona. How about uh, Michael Bublé's song? Oh, Michael Bublé, well, Bublé's Christmas like a... sweater, Terry. It's a jumper. Yeah. Uh, oh, we can't very good. let these Americanisms encroach on our land. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Christmas songs around, isn't there? I guess that's, the, you know, the, the times we've been through. We just need to, a bit of an uplift, really. I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I was going to ask you the same. I mean, I'm feeling like so like exaggeratedly Christmassy this year. Well, I was before the, the most recent news, but um, yeah, I was just hoping that this year we could all, all have a really good time and forget all our 
worries and toils but uh, there we are well last year it was cancelled when we were halfway through our christmas shopping wasn't it and uh, uh -huh. you know it, it was just well that's us men i hope you probably organized yours weeks before that is sexist but, uh, that is but, sexist <laughs> no i, I against men some yeah. men are really good and some women are really bad so i don't think we can assume via gender i'm not particularly a good shopper as it goes i worry about landfill too much so oh, usually end up buying, buying um alcohol or candles <laughs> Well, do you, do you like Adele's song about wine, the glass of wine then? Do you know what? I haven't heard that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know Adele is like the number one artist worldwide. So what, what do I know? I don't. But <laughs> it's not what I turn to. A bit too depressing, is it? Yeah, a bit too heavy. Hmm. Yeah, a bit too loud. I like I like jazz and, and folk and, and drums. I like groovy drums. Like, and I like organ, like Hammond organ, like Jimmy Smith and stuff. Usually. I mean, tend to. Those are my go-to kind of music. So your natural sort of gravity is towards a jazzy feel, is it? A groove, yeah. A groove. New Orleans groove. Um, yeah, if, if, if someone's got a really good rhythm section, good bass lines, funkiness, then then that's a really good start, yeah. You hoping for a quiet Christmas, uh, or, you know, COVID permitting? Oh, God, no, I was hoping to have a really loud, <laughs> outrageous... Uh, chaotic and messy Christmas. That's what was on my letter to Santa. Everyone's starting to renege on their uh, Christmas. Uh, you know, I sent out Christmas invitations to 25 people and, and we were all going to go for it. And now, alas, some have come down with COVID. And <laughs> others are a little nervous and they haven't had their booster shots. And it's like, oh no. But I understand. I completely understand. You know, the, the figures are, are uh, looking a little uh, concerning. I'm going to yeah, party well, like it's Christmas 2021. <laughs> well, good for you. What are you up to in the new year, kiddo? Providing, of course, you know, we have a, we're allowed out to play again. Um, I like you calling me kiddo. What have you got planned? <laughs> I love that. Well, do you know what? I, have, I haven't been thinking about 2022 at all because for me at the moment, it's just a race to down tools time. I can't wait for this Christmas. I'm more Christmassy now than ever, ever before. So I just can't wait for everybody to finish school and finish work and for us all just to get in pyjamas and watch, you know, cheesy films and eat too much and fall out and make up and do all the things that you normally do on a normal Christmas. That's, that I, that's all I can think about. I'm a bit obsessed about that this year. I don't want to think about 2022 at all. <laughs> if you don't mind me saying that. <laughs> I don't mind you saying that at all. I think some people think it might be cancelled, so you might as well just enjoy for the day. And absolutely, I think it's everybody wants a good Christmas this year after all the horrendous two years. I mean, we've all lost so many people we know in this time, and we still are, and it's just dreadful. So, no, we, we need a great Christmas. And if you want to spend it in your pyjamas, why not? Yeah, well, I think that's one one thing lockdown taught us is to really enjoy our sweatpants and <laughs> sweatshirts and and not wanting to get dressed ever again <laughs> and high heels are languishing in cobwebs at the back of the cupboard and long may they stay there. Did you get up to lots of creative things while whilst locked in? Yeah, th th I was quite lucky in the sense that I could continue making radio shows. So. Um, I've been involved in the new music program on Radio 4 called Add to Playlist. That was a lot of fun with my co-host, Jeffrey Boache. And obviously, I've been doing my Radio 2 Blue show at home. 
um, usually from bed because that's the best sound for these kind of things. How dare I say that? But and and at six music, I go in live. I kept going to that every every week, and that was honestly a bit of a lifeline because um, it kept the shape a bit of a shape for me personally, but also because it allowed me to have a a legal. Uh, and um, a proper excuse to leave the chaos and noise of my house at lockdown because there was so many people in the small house. <laughs> Very noisy. Where did you go to do the Six Music show? It's uh, BBC Wogan House, named after Terry Wogan, yeah. It's in, yeah. in the middle of, just off Oxford Street there. Well, our station here, we, we managed to keep it going live in the day. So we were coming in, like a few of us were coming in, because we yeah. could seal it off completely and have a sort of COVID-free environment, uh, because we don't mm. share a building with anyone else. We were able to keep going, and, and, it, it, and it was, you know, it was great to get out of the house and have a legitimate reason to get in the car and go somewhere where you're allowed to go. And feel like, as, as always with radio, you do feel very close to the family of people that listen in to, oh, yeah. to the shows to the station and and it felt like one bit of normality that we were still all of us still part of and that communication and that relationship became very important and it still is important i think with with everything going on it was one familiar thing that i i totally um rely on taking up something you were saying though just being able to communicate live with the audience and then ring you up i mean we had as many um, appreciative comments about the fact we were live, local, having a bit of fun. You could have a request. You could ring up and say hello to somebody, or we'd do a dedication or something. That was every bit as important to our audience as you know the serious information. Actually, yeah. Well, it's a me means it's a great means of communication. It always has been since why the wireless radio has been on earth, and it, I hope it always will be. You know, because it's it's quite interesting. In spite of or despite of all the streaming and all the digital world and the televisions and the films and all the rest of it, radio still has that sort of company element, that familiarity. I love it. I mean, I'm a big radio fan at home, and I'm you know not just because I'm working in radio, but I'm a fan of radio first anyway. Well, Terry Wogan, whose you know house you, you you broadcast from, was was probably the best advocate of the two way conversation kind of radio. That when you, when I started off, they said, "Look, Terry, it's a two way conversation. It's just you can't hear the answers, but you've got yeah. to allow for them to answer you." And Terry Wogan used to allow the thirty seconds to frighten the life out of his producer, you know, for people <laughs> to answer him. <laughs> but but it worked really well, and and it oh, does work. He was the best, wasn't he? The best. Yeah. Yeah. You Amazing know, with the thing with Terry, I'll tell you a little story about Terry Wogan that I like. He used to turn up for work minutes before going on air and just walk into the studio, turn the mic on, and then he was off. He'd walk through the studios looking at people prepping for their shows and say, what are you doing? Why, why do you have to prep? You know, you just turn the mic on and then you go. It was as natural to him as anything. He was like that off, off air as well. He was wonderful. What a wonderful man. But you have to be pretty good to be that um, relaxed, don't you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> the king of radio, isn't he? He's the godhead. Yeah, you can't. The rest of us underlings and minions, we, we have to do a bit of prep. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it, it helps. It helps. Good luck with the single. Um, and I, it is it is lovely to be able to play it. And, um, you know, make some more pop records. Go on. Oh, thank you. Can I wish? Can I just take this chance to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, whatever happens, uh, and send you all lots and lots of love. And I hope you have a, a decent down tool kind of time. 
um, and enjoy watching some really cheesy old favorite movies and films. Americanization there. Films, some favorite films. Keris has been enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for making such a cheerful record. We're, we're really enjoying it and have a really oh. bonkers Christmas. Oh, you too. Back at you. <laughs> have a great time. Thanks for having me again. Bye now, Teddy. Bye.